0: Welcome again to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our presiding minister is Reverend Deborah Muter, music by Aaron Smith. The following was recorded November 15th, 2020. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory Glory to to you, O Lord. Jesus said, again, it, the kingdom of God, will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold. To another, two bags. And to another, one bag, each according to his ability. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid. And I went out and I hid your gold in the ground. See? Here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, O Christ. Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. When I was um, just about finishing college and about to start seminary, my great Aunt Mary died. She had no children. She had my mom and my dad, who were her caregivers in the last several years of her life. And so, when Aunt Mary and her two husbands, who, as they say, had predeceased her, whatever they had gathered in life became my mom's and therefore my dad's. And because my parents had saved carefully throughout their lives, uh, for the most part, they didn't need that extra bit from Aunt Mary, which must, I, we don't talk about money in my family much, so I don't have any idea how much it was. All I know is that mom and dad took four, one chunk out of that and divided it by four, four children, I'm one of four, and gave us each a chunk of money. Now... I'm glad to say that my parents, my dad in particular, I'm sure, thought ahead on this, because at the time I was, I mean, I was an adult, but I wasn't even 25 yet. Sorry to anyone who's not quite there yet, but uh, you'll understand in another few years. You'll learn more and more. Um, but what my dad did is he took it, took that money, and he put it in government savings bonds in the 80s which is a really good thing to do in the 80s, right? And that money doubled in 30 years. And so it sat for 30 years, gaining interest. It doubled. There were some taxes to pay, of course, when it was all done. But 30 years later, I had twice as much money as what they had set aside at the time. This is what's called good stewardship, good financial sense, taking a lump sum of money when you can, and setting it aside in an interest-bearing account that's going to gain more and more. It worked. That money worked. And it doubled. Sounds a little bit like some of what we've heard in this reading. Now, there are different ways to read the, this gospel, and this, the part that we have that says, bags of gold, gets translated a, ver- a variety of ways. It gets translated most often as talents, now, the problem with the understanding of talents is we could say, and we would be right in saying, that Mark has a talent with the sound system and the lights, and Aaron has a talent with music. You knew I was gonna pick on that because people always think of music when they think of talent, right? Um, and, and right here up in the front, we've got some people who are very talented with flowers, right, and so you, know, you all have various talents and gifts, And some of that is innate and natural, and some of it takes a lot of work, right? You just got up one day and started playing the piano, playing the guitar and singing, and you hadn't tried to do anything, right? He's laughing. (laughs) It's a lot of work. Everything that we do that comes out as a talent usually is something that is an innate gift to begin with, but we've worked at it to make it what it is, and that's the way it's supposed to be. So those are, there's, ta- you can look at these various gifts that, that the master has given out in the parable as gifts, talents, particular amounts of money, and let me tell you, the money, a talent is, is, a, is a, a way to say how much money, like a bag of gold, and how much is a bag of gold, and of course we're going to say, how big is the bag, right? Is it this bag, or is it this bag that i got to pull like this? It's this bag. Uh-huh. Imagine you've gone to the feed store and gotten the 50, I don't know if it's 50 pounds, but the 50 pound bag of feed, or dog food, or whatever it is, salt, whatever it is that you have to move that's in a great big bag, or have had to move, imagine that's the bag of gold, the one. Okay, so this parable, keep in mind it's a parable, this is not Jesus with an exact teaching as much as trying to get an idea across to his followers about the time when he will come back again trying to get across that it's important to be doing something now. And now meant while Jesus was there with them. It meant right after he was there with them. And it means us, 2,000 years later, while he has ascended into heaven and is still, as I talked about with the kids, he's with us, but not with us in the way that he was at the time of the disciples. So the parable goes like this. You heard me read it. But basically, there's a master who's going to take off on a long, long trip. Let's say he's going to be gone, oh, I don't know, 30 years. Long enough to double that money if needed, even with interest, just with interest. So he's going to be gone a long time. And he calls forward three servants who he knows he thinks he can trust. First one, he gives five bags of gold. Five talents, five opportunities, five gifts, whatever you want to call it. But keep in mind, he doesn't give them to that person to be that person's. He says, these are mine, and I want you to take care of it. A steward takes care of what someone else owns. You've done this before. If you are a manager in a company and you've worked with other things, Anything that belongs to someone else and you work with, that's what these guys were supposed to do. They give you five bags, and what is it? Let's not miss. Here's the thing. When I read that reading again, by the end of the story, were you with me kind of feeling sorry for the one bag guy? Did you feel sorry for him? I'll get to him in a minute. But let me tell you something about the five bag guy. What does he do as soon as he gets that five bags of gold? I'm finding it. Each accordingly, he went and the man who received five bags went at once and put his money to work. It should say the master's money. He went at once and he was a go getter and he did something with what he'd been given. Okay? He worked hard. He knew it wasn't his, but he worked hard anyway and he did what he was supposed to do. He took what he'd been given, which was a lot. And he did something with it. The man with two bags did the same, but the man who got one went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. How many of you have ever dug a hole in the ground bigger than, big enough to bury? I hate to say this, something big. I'll tell you later what I had to bury once. Yeah. Is it easy to dig a hole in the ground? No. At first, it's like, oh, no problem, and then you hit harder and harder ground, and those shovelfuls get heavier and heavier. He worked really hard not to do what he was supposed to do. He was told to go and do something with that, to make it work, and instead, he went the other way, kind of like Jonah, instead of heading to Nineveh, going the other way, right? He said, I'm not going to do what God wants me to do, the Master. It's God for us, of course. He worked really hard at disobeying. He dug that hole. He hid the money. You could say it was out of fear, but I think it's more than that. And that money was hidden for that whole time. He didn't do a thing with it. He went on with his life and did what he wanted to do, didn't do what he was told to do. In the meantime, five-bag and two-bag guys are out working hard. They're hustling. They're using what they've been given. They're taking chances. They're stepping out. They're working with people. And they're doing something with what they've been given. That's what this is about. So stop feeling sorry for the one-bag guy. It's not like he was only given a few chances in life. He really was given the same chance they were given. Yes, they had more, but they doubled what they had. If he would have just given it to a banker, instead of hauling that bag and digging a hole in the ground, he would have taken it to a banker, he would have gotten simple interest from it, and he would have been able to give back one and a quarter bags or something like that. But he wasn't even willing to share it with someone else to get the job done. He wanted it hidden, put away. Now, the problem, the reason why I think we tend to, Uh, feel bad for bag one guy is, one bag guy is, we tend to see ourselves in that. Well, maybe I don't have the gifts that someone else has. Maybe I don't have the money that someone else has. You know what? You are here in a warm, dry place in clothing. You probably ate this morning, and if you didn't, it's just because you didn't get up early enough. You have enough food. You have everything that you need. Many here have education, have ability, have good jobs. And not just what you have now, but again, that ability, that potential to have more. All that was given to you. I don't care how hard you have worked in life. You didn't start with anything except a little naked baby body that God gave you as well. And you didn't get to this place, church, on your own. You may have driven yourself here today, yes, but someone told you about the faith. Someone brought you to church or encouraged you to come. So even in your faith life, you didn't do it yourself, right? This is all God's work. And everything you've been given is not given to you just for you to enjoy. It is for you to enjoy and to multiply by sharing it with others in any way you can. We can be the five-bag guy and the two-bag guy. I think we are the five-bag guy because of what we've got. God has given you so much. And God calls, commands, and trusts you to do something with what you've been given. Now, Granted, it's a little hard right now because of COVID to do what we would normally do. We can't have at the table. We have all kinds of limited rules and restrictions about what we can do. But you know there are things you can do. You can be praying for others. You can be making phone calls or sending emails or whatever is best to be in touch with people. Right? You can do these things to reach out to others to care and support them. We've given you three different ways this month to help support Lutheran social services so that people in our community will have what they need at Christmas and throughout the year. Financially, it matters. When you can, not when you can. God has given you enough. You decide how much of that is something that you can share with someone else. It's amazed what we can live on when we give first rather than waiting till the end. Um, as I was preparing for this, I came across, rather randomly actually, a poem about this reading. And I don't know, poems can be a little tricky. Reach some people and don't reach others. So I'm going to take a chance. It's not very long. I'm going to share it with you. And it's based on the verse, Matthew 25, 16. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. And this is what Steve Garnus Holmes from The Unfolding Light website writes, to trade you let go, to invest you surrender, God give me courage to let go of myself, my great investment in the world you desire, my self-spending without which there is no return, today I give myself to the world banking on your grace, not kept in fear but buried in inadequacy but spent with confidence and patient with the wait for the return that is not mine but yours, the world blessed and myself with interest. I almost got to the end without saying the most important part. You don't earn your salvation by turning those talents around and doubling them. Jesus did the saving work. Jesus did the hard part. He checked that big box. Aaron sang it. Our names are already written, engraved. God's God is taken care of. Now he's saying, get out there and do something with that gift, with those gifts that I've given you. Amen. This has been a Wing Shout production.